they did it, they put Black Captain America in this. Let's go. They really doing it big on this one. Let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Blackie Cool. We're here to talk about episode two of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Star Spangled Man. Oh, man, they got real crazy in this one. Before we get into this, go ahead and hit that like five star or whatever. If you're listening to this on the audio version or you're listening to this on YouTube, hit the five stars and the like button. Also, hit us with a comment on YouTube that helps us in the algorithm. And it helps uh, YouTube know you like what you're listening to. Definitely helps us boost up viewership and gets more listeners. It's a great way to support us over here. If you would also like to financially support us, you can hit our cash app, dollar sign, black eat cool. And that's a great way to show your financial support for us. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah, we're about to get into this episode. If you haven't listened to it, please go watch it first. Pause this. Come back to this because there will be spoilers. So I don't want to spoil the episode for you. So definitely go uh, watch that before you listen to this. Or listen to this if you don't care. You just want to hear a quick recap on what I feel like um, on the stuff I liked and I didn't like. Uh, but without further ado, guys, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. We start off with the new Captain America at his old school. He is in a locker room of his old high school. They're doing a whole rollout tour thing for him. And we're on a stop at his high school, his alma mater. He is talking, I believe this is his wife. He is talking to her and they're reminiscing the time she used to sneak into the locker room to, you know, say good luck to him before the game. He tells her how he was always nervous and all this stuff. And she was like, well, you got, we was nervous, but we always did what we had to do. And then his sidekick, I'm going to call him sidekick, but we're going to find out who he is later on, come through like, hey, we got this. You know what you're about to do. No worries. I got your back. So it, it's 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 kind of painting him in a different uh, picture. So you give a different perspective of him. I'm pretty sure he's still... I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know about this character fully in the comic books. I know I'm pretty sure he starts out good and becomes evil. Um, power corrupts. That's just the way it goes. Uh, but he they're giving you a picture of he's just an all-American dude trying to do the best he can. So John Walker heads out to the field and they have a band playing. I think this is weird because like the whole band is black. And everybody seems to be black, so I don't know if this is a predominantly black neighborhood he used to live in, or if it just become, became a black neighborhood. That's a little weird to me, but he sits down with this lady, and they're going over, you know, his war record, and that uh, IT, or, um, what is it, it's some, somebody studied his body saying he was in peak physical position, position... Peak physical condition, his speed. They showed a couple videos of him actually using the shield, which I don't know how this works. How can you use a shield and not have superpowers? Like, 
it's weird to me. But then Sam does use a shield in um, trailers we've seen, so I guess it's possible. But they don't really explain that. They do explain he seems to be slightly heightened than most human beings, but he doesn't have powers, which I was kind of confused throughout the this episode because he did some stuff that it seems like he has powers. They do go against people with superpowers. So it's like, how does that work? Like, how do these people not beat you up immediately? They have superpowers, super strength. But we'll get back to that. But yeah, he's just talking about how he wants to be the best Captain America he can be. And he's he's approaching this like any other job. He's built for this. He knows how to do this. So he's trying to do that. So that's very interesting to see um, him... The, who the guy they picked he does have this weird underlining weirdness about him in the interview but we'll see that probably later on as the story goes on we do see Bucky watching this on TV and he's getting mad and then we cut to Sam in a um, hangar on his way on a mission and he sees the new Captain American poster and you know he feels some kind of way you can see it in his heart he hurt he hurt my man's hurt but um um, Taurus briefs him on the mission they're about to go on. He's like, cool, we're ready to go. And Bucky's there. Bucky's like, how'd you get the shield away? And Sam's like, good to see you too, bruh. Glad that you came in contact with me. I've been calling you. He's like, no, how'd you get the shield away? What's going on, Sam? You know, uh, that's, uh, Steve's legacy. I forgot his name. I forgot Captain America's name last time. <laughs> I 100% did. His name is Steve Rogers. I know it now. <laughs> but he was like, that's his legacy. He left it to you. And you just gave it away. He was like, you just don't understand. I did what I felt was best. But um, I can't focus on that right now. I need to focus on these uh, flag smashers. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm Mr. trying to deal with these flag smashers. I think they're super soldiers. Or I think they have abilities. Um, but he's like, no... It's 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 something. It's I think it's one of the big threes. He says, which is hilarious. It's aliens, androids, or wizards. Bucky goes. There's no such things as wizards. They're sorcerers. He's like a sorcerer. Sam says, "This is a, a sorcerer. It's just a wizard without a hat." I just came up with that. You like that? And Bucky's like, "Whatever, dude." Uh, Bucky, you can tell they are have they have really good rapport with each other. These two actors are really good together. They banner. They uh their their dialogue is really good. They're really good on scene together. They're just charismatic together is amazing. I love them two together, and we get them back together. Bucky's like, I don't, I don't believe you're safe by yourself. I'm going with you. You might need a hand. Sam's like, whatever. You can go if you want. It's up to you. Um, they get on the plane and Bucky's like, so what's your plan? Sam's like, I got a plan. He's like, Bucky's like, okay, but what's the plan? Of course, Sam does this thing where he jumps out the plane again because he can fly. And Bucky asks Taurus for a, a parachute. And Taurus is like, uh, we're too low for a parachute because they're only like 200 feet in the air. And Bucky's like, darn it. I guess I got to jump out without a parachute he ripped off um the his sleeves showing off his metal arm i think he just did that to show off his metal arm but maybe it meant for something and he jumps out the plane (laughs) he jumps falls like i thought he was gonna grab a branch with his metal arm or something 
pretty much falls to the ground. He slows himself down, but he pretty much just hits the ground. Boom. And Sam hits him on his little earpiece. He's like, I got all of that, and I recorded it. <laughs> He's like, all right, get up and go over to the warehouse. So they infiltrated this warehouse looking for the Flag Smashers. They have Red Wing doing reconnaissance. And Sam is telling Bucky, like, hold on, because Bucky's ready to go. He sees the guy. He's like, all right, let's go take them down. Sam's like, hold on. Um, we're still gathering info, in, intel on these guys, seeing how many people there are. He's like, I can see him. There's three people. And Sam's like, are you sure? You sure there's three? Because I count eight. Wait, nine. And Bucky's like, fine, fine. But let's go now. Sam's like, wait, we got to wait. And Bucky just like, no, we're going to go. He starts to sneak into the warehouse. He gets a little closer. And then uh, Sam stays back, but somehow stealthily gets where Bucky is. And he's like, did I miss anything? He's like, no, you didn't miss anything. Sam was on his point. Sam has clearly been doing these missions. He's back in his groove. He knows what he's doing. Bucky might have not been on top of this for a while. He might have not been doing missions, so he's still he kind of rusty, it seems like. But they they see the uh, Flag Smashers pull off, so they run after them. And Bucky shows he has super, super uh, speed because he speeds up and gets up to the first truck. And there's a lady in the truck who is... Um, I assume she's the leader of the Flag Smashers because later on they kind of uh, take orders from her. So I assume she's the leader. But, yeah, I assume she's the leader. Her name is Carlane something. I forgot her last name. But um, she's in the trailer. Bucky thinks she's a hostage. And she comes out and then she ends up kicking Bucky off the truck into the other truck. And then this truck fight happens, and it's a pretty good fight. They get, they have, Sam is fighting, Bucky is fighting, and then out of nowhere, the new Captain America and his sidekick, a.k.a. Battlestar, yes, uh, Lamar, what's his name, Lamar, uh, I want to say Jenkins, but that's not right, uh, Lamar Hopkins. He's a.k.a. Battlestar. He is the new Captain America sidekick, kind of. They come and help out on the fight. They actually use a shield, throw the shield pretty good. Sam and Bucky get taken out pretty easily in this fight. Also, uh, one of the smash, uh, Flag Smashers breaks Wet Red Wing, which we learn is possibly a good thing later on in the uh, episode. But... Everybody pretty much gets their ass handed to him by the Flag Smashers. Uh, the new Cap does this move where he saves his partner by throwing a shield under him while he's falling off. And he slides on the shield and slides off. It looked kind of cool. And you look, it seems like these two dudes got good rapport themselves. And they've been doing this together for a while. But they also don't seem like they understand this is a life-threatening kind of situation. Then again, the new Captain America does shoot somebody with a gun. He just pulls out a pistol and shoots somebody. I wasn't surprised because he's a soldier. He's a 100% shoulder. We've seen Captain America use guns in the first um, Captain America movie. So it's not really a surprise that he doesn't use guns. It's just what it is. But we haven't seen Cap use a gun in a long period of time. So I can understand how that can shock people a little bit. But 
I was pretty much okay with it and everything. But they do get beat and the Flag Smashers do get away. And Bucky and Sam are walking, you know, back to their rendezvous point, which is maybe 20 miles away or something. And then you see the new Captain America and Battlestar drive up. And like, you guys need a ride. He's, and they act like they don't see them. And they're like, all right, go keep going a little bit. They eventually get in and then they start talking. And uh, the new Captain America, a.k.a. Uh, John Walker. I'm going to start calling him John Walker. I'm still going to call him dude Battlestar because I think that's cool and weird at the same time. But John Walker's talking to Sam. He's like, look, Sam, I'm not t- trying to take over for Steve. I'm not trying to be the new Captain America. I'm not trying to be better than him. I'm just trying to do the best job I can. And he's like, dude, um, it would really help if I have Captain America's wingman with me. And Sam was like, it's always those last words. Because, like, Falcon is more than a wingman at this point. Falcon is a hero. Like, come on, let's not belittle my mans. He's a hero. He doing things. But Sam's like, it's always those last, that last sentence that always throws me off. You had me into that last sentence. And they also talk about, they're like, how did you find the uh, Flag Smashers? And they're like, we didn't find the Flag Smashers. We tracked you guys through Red Arrow. And he was like, you tack, you track my tech? He's like, well, it's the government, and we're the government. So, yeah, we did. And then uh, uh, Battlestar was talking, and Bucky was like, who are you again? And he's like, I'm Lamar J- Hopkins, a.k.a. Battlestar. Bucky was like, stop the truck. Let's get out. <laughs> so they immediately got out. Bucky ain't bought them weird names. I, I can understand. Bucky ain't bought them weird names. Oh, I forgot. While uh, they were, while Sam and Bucky were going through the uh, warehouse, trying when they first encountered Flag Smashers, <laughs> Sam goes, "Oh, what you been in Wakanda so long? What are you, White Panther?" <laughs> but then he was like, "No, it's White Wolf, actually." So call back, boom. But um, yeah, so they end up just walking and letting the uh, John John Walker and Battlestar go on, and Sam and Bucky walk on. To uh, get to their base. So the Flash Masters end up going rendezvous with some people that are on their side. Because they're kind of, you know, super low budget on this. Uh, but they're getting people that are following them. And they're helping them out. And actually hit them out for them. Uh, in this place where they can, you know, get some sleep, get some food. They check the internet and find out that they're all on the internet being looked for. I guess they have a tech person with them. So that tech person, you know, erases all their stuff. And the Flag Smasher, the the leader, Carly, gets a text message from, um, who is the guy? Who is the guy? Uh, I forget, the Power Broker? I don't know who they are. I know they're, I heard they are in the comics, but I don't know who they are per se. I guess they're another company that learns how to make the super soldier syndrome. A super, super <laughs> soldier uh, syndrome. I can't say that word. Super soldier juice. <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Super soldier juice. And apparently they stole it. So they're like, hey, we're going to find you. And when we do find you, we're going to kill you. And Carly tells everybody, like, look, um, the next step we do, we can't we can't take it away. So I need to know if you're fully in or you're not. 
If not, leave now. If you're fully in, we're going forward. And one of the Flag Smashers stands up, one world, one people. That's kind of their Montreal, or that's not the word I'm supposed to be saying, but that's their kind of chant and everything. So they're like, we're all in. We're going to get through the Flag Smasher part of this right quick. So they end up, you know, setting up, getting ready to leave, and the uh, power brokers find them. They're about to take them out. And one of the Flag Smashers like, hey, I'll distract them so y'all can get away. But I thought he was going to do something, like, more powerful. He just knocks down a pole and then gets shot and everybody gets away. Like, why didn't you jump at the car? You got super speed. You got super uh, strength. But you just easily got shot. I was a little disappointed in that. I wish they would have did more with that. But they did introduce the Power Brokers, which I will learn more about eventually. But I thought he could have did more in that instance instead of just kind of getting shot real quick he could have took some of those guys out or something like do something that would have been more um more interesting for him to do uh but then we go back to bucky and sam on the cargo ship and uh bucky is asking sam again like uh we should do well he tells him like we should just go steal the shield Let's 100% steal the shield. Sam's like, uh, remember the last time we sold the shield? Uh, Sharon, I, I, I think that's the um, uh, shield agent from the one that Cap kind of kind of was trying to get a feel for. I think he kissed her or something. Uh, she was in um, uh, Civil War when she helped him get the shield. She, Sam was like, the last time we did that, we got the shield. I was on the run for two years. Uh I was on the run for two years. I think he, we were on the run for two years. Both of them were on the run for two years. Um, and uh, what's the name was wanted by the CIA, and it was just terrible and all that stuff. He was like, that's not the way to go with this. And then Bucky says, okay, well, uh, I, well, if we're not going to do that, then I need, you to, I need to take you to go meet someone. And that's when we learn... That Bucky knows another super soldier. Not only does he know another super soldier, this super soldier is the first black super soldier. So they end up going to Baltimore, uh, and there's this little exchange between Sam and this kid as he's walking to the the uh, the super soldier's house. I I forget his name. I I know his name, but we're gonna get to that. Uh, but Sam, the kid goes, "Hey, look, it's Black Falcon." He was like, "What?" It's just Falcon. He was like, no, it's Black Falcon. Well, it's not Black Falcon. It's just Falcon. What are you, black kid? And it was a little moment. It was kind of a hit at DC a little bit that they named all their black superheroes Black, and then blah, blah, something. So Marvel's throwing shots. They're throwing shots. Uh, (laughs) I want to see if DC responds, but they're throwing shots. But they end up going to this house. And they to meet this guy, Sam doesn't know who he is. Bucky knows 100% who he is. And it's Isaiah, the first black super soldier that America made. And Bucky's like, look, uh, I want to talk to you. We need your help. And Isaiah's like, I'm not here to help you. I'm, I just want to be left alone. Uh, you, you don't believe the stuff I went through being the, uh, first black super soldier. They threw me in jail for 30 years, but he also let him know that he whooped, uh, Bucky's butt, took off his arm. 
Like, he beat Bucky and took his arm, so which was really cool. And his son is there, uh, Isaiah's son, which I think is going to be Young Patriot. So they're setting up the Young Avengers, I believe. So I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I got somewhat of this information from uh, Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok. Go check him out. Awesome dude, throwing out knowledge. Um, but, yeah. Isaiah's like, like, I'm not helping you. I'm not here to help you. Sam is just taken back by this. He is just just amazed that there was another super soldier, and it's a black super soldier. And what they did to him, oh, he's like, it, it, it's, it's verifying his fears of holding up the mantle as Captain America, using the shield and everything, because... Let's be real. We know America's not ready for a black superhero to be black Captain America. They've already shown us this. So it kind of lets him know his decision not to take up the mantle was kind of right, which is sad. But they end up leaving because uh, Isaiah's like, no, I'm not helping you. Get out of my house. Bye. I'm pretty sure he's going to come back eventually in the later series. Hopefully. If they don't, that's criminal. But I'm pretty sure they will. Um, as Sam and Bucky are leaving the house or outside, Sam's like, why didn't you tell me about this black super black, uh, Captain America? Why does not, why does anybody not know what's going on with this? They're arguing about it. Bucky's like, look, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell Steve. I thought it was best to keep it secret. And Sam's like, that's not your secret to keep all this while they're arguing they just arguing regular arguing not throwing fists or nothing regular police pull up and i i'm i'm very um how should i say this surprised and amazed that marvel went there with this situation because it was it hit close to home but it also shine a light on something that maybe people need to pay more attention to well, people need to 100% pay more attention to. So the police get out and yell at Sam. Is like, why are y'all arguing? What's going on? And Sam's like, we're just having a talk. We're having an argument. There's no need for you to be here. We're fine. Ain't no violence happening. We just talking. What you want? And they like, uh, can we see some ID? He's like, I don't need to show you some ID. First he said he didn't have ID. I don't think they should have had him say he didn't have ID. He should have just said, I don't need to show you ID. I'm not doing anything wrong. But Bucky's like, yeah, we're not doing anything wrong. And he's like, you know who he is. And this is what I realized that Sam is actually a bigger hero and more known than actually Winter Soldier. Which makes sense. Which makes it, well, even though Winter Soldier was like uh, enemy number one for a while, he should still be more known than Sam. Even as an enemy, it seems. But the officer's are like, no, uh, uh... You got to listen to me. He pulls out his gun. He actually asks Bucky, is this man bothering you? And it was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it was it was such racial profiling uh, that I am just shocked that Marvel did it, but not surprised. Because this whole series is kind of built around, you know, the racial issues within America. And it's a uh, it's a it's a good way of telling the story but it's not the only main plot of the story which i like they weave it in to make it sometimes unnoticeable but sometimes very noticeable uh and then 
the the cop's partner whispers to him like that's Falcon, and all of a sudden the cops change. Oh, you're Falcon. I didn't know. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, you you're great. Blah blah this, and it changed from I'm seeing you as a threat to oh you're you're a good one, and that is just so powerful for people to see that instant switch of behavior in police officers. I'm not trying to get too political in this, but just pay attention to that. Be aware that that does happen on uh, many, many different occasions. And unfortunately, the outcomes aren't as good as what happened in the show. They did get uh, a radio call that Bucky is wanted for arrest, which we later find out. Um, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I think John Walker... Uh, set up that arrest to get Bucky because if they're not going to come to you you make them if they're not going to go with you he was like I'll make you come to me so they do get Bucky does get arrested and they go down to the police station so when they get to the police station uh, Bucky pretty much gets instantly released and of course John Walker's there and Bucky's therapist is there and they tell him it's because of his therapy or he missed his last meeting but for some reason, I don't know. I might have missed this, but uh, somewhat of the story. Some one of my friends said he thinks John Walker did it. I wasn't hundred percent sure, but he was there to bail Bucky out. He's like, "Yeah, I can't have a, a essential asset sitting here, not you know doing the work for the government. So he will be reporting to me. He won't be doing his therapy sessions and all that. He says that to the therapist." And the therapist is like, but he's real, like, real smug about it and everything. Like, yeah, and he's taking pictures with people, too. But um, then the therapist is like, well, we have to have one session before you go, which makes no sense. But OK, uh, Bucky and Sam have a session with the therapist. And this is another moment when these two characters, Sam and Bucky, shine. They do so well feeding off of each other. But something really deep happens here. The therapist, first they do this whole stop. Uh, they, they for some reason, were staring at each other. That was just unnecessary. They, they, were, <laughs> they were playing a staring game. Therapist was like, stop. Then they got real close, like knee to private parts close. Really weird, but funny at the same time. And the therapist is like, say what you don't like about this person, but don't be a child when you do it. Say it like an adult. And Bucky was like, I just don't understand why you didn't keep the shield. You knew that was Steve's legacy. He's still harping on the shield. And Sam goes, "Um, why can't, I don't think you or Steve will understand I did what I felt was right. And a lot of people are interpreting this in a couple different ways. I interpret it as... Sam didn't think America was ready for a black Captain America, which he clearly sees that proof of it when he saw Isaiah. So um, that's why I feel he meant by that, that the world, he kind of knew the world wasn't going to accept a black Captain America because we know how America is. Let's just be real. And he got that confirmation when he saw a black Captain America get in prison like he saw that for his own eyes, a man who does have superpowers. So it was it was interesting in that. And he was like, in that moment, he was like, look, we're just going to squash this. We're going to do what we got to go do. And I forgive you. You forgive me. Let's move on. Let's go do what we got to do. And that was in a therapy session. 
I'm pretty sure they're going to come back to this. But then they went outside and they see um, John Walker and Battlestar. Or <laughs> Battlestar. And John Walker's like, um, it doesn't make any sense for us not to pull our resources together and work together. Uh, we know somewhat where the Flag Smashers are, but we'll 100% have their location soon. And Bucky's like kind of poking at him like so do you know or do you not know what's good and john walker gets aggressive and he's like ah see see a lot of uh what did he say uh uh everything's got to be right for you or something like that and it showed a, a kind of a darker side to john walker which there's something he's hiding there we'll find out throughout the series because remember it's only six episodes i think it's only six episodes so this is episode two so we got four more and then Sam's like, well, you guys have protocols and stuff you have to answer to. We don't. We're free agents. So it'll make sense for us to work together. So we're just going to go do our own thing. And as they're walking away, John Walker say, well, if you're not going to work with us, make sure you don't stand in my way. Real aggressive. Like throwing down a big, big stick like you the big dog and stuff. I was like, whoa, why y'all letting that man talk to you? For one uh, Bucky, you a super soldier. You can rip his arms off. Come on, stop playing. Secondly, Sam, you got a whole flight suit. Take this dude out. 100%. But uh, they walk off, Sam and Bucky, and Bucky's like, look, we need to go um, uh, We need to go talk to my people. Some uh, What's the name? Say we have to, uh, even my people weren't done with you. And Sam thought he meant, you know, white people. And Buggy was like, nah, he's talking about Hydra. So that means they got to go talk to Baron Zemo. And then we get a scene where we see Baron Zemo in jail. So next episode, we're getting Baron Zemo. I don't know if they're going to break him out. What's going on with that? But there has been photos of him in the mask. So we're going to see the mask. All in all, this episode was really good. It's really good. Shows Bucky and Sam still have that chemistry together, still work really well together. Amazing. Show a little more of what this um, show is supposed to be about. About, you know, it's talking about race relations, racial tension, inequality, but also showing that um, homegrown heroes are homegrown heroes. But we also in the MCU, which is amazing. Oh, secondly, I seen uh, one of my friends was like, "Why is uh, uh, Isaiah so old and Bucky so young?" So uh, I'm, I'm hit you with a little bit of facts that I realized while I was watching the show. So Isaiah never got frozen. Captain America Steve Rogers got frozen for years. Bucky also was put in stasis, so he never really aged like Isaiah had to age. So that's why Isaiah's old and Bucky. And Steve are young. But you realize at the end of. Spoiler for Endgame if you didn't watch. Steve gets old there. That because he got to live out his life. So I think that's a huge amazing fact. That they throw in there. That you peep out if you see that. But yeah. That's my reaction review of episode 2. Let me know what you guys think. Always hit me down in the comments if you're watching the YouTube. Or hit me up on Black Cool on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me there. Let me know what you felt about the show. Also, share the show. Share the podcast or this review with everybody you know. I forgot. I've been going along. But thanks, you guys, for listening. And we'll be back with another review. I'm going to try to put it out Friday. But realistically, you're probably looking at Saturday. That's just what it is. I'm, I, 
got stuff to do. I get busy. And there's so much to come yeah. out. I'm working on an Invincible uh, review for the three episodes. That one's going to be a little different. But I feel like I'm rambling now. So I'll see you guys next time. Thanks, you guys, for listening. All right. Deuces. <laughs>